You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Hour 2 of Real Presence Live on a Wednesday. I'm your host, one of your hosts, rather, Brandon Clark, joined by... John Clark. Good morning, Brandon. Good morning, John. We just had a solid first hour, didn't we? (laughs) Yeah. Every every show we do, it's just like, wow. I know. I feel like people are like, yeah, you say that every time. Except for these guests are really great. These conversations are really great. So if you missed any of it, Dr. Michael Foley, we talked about virtue and cultivating virtue. And there are some things that you should ponder. And drinking. And drinking like a saint. Mm-hmm. We should we should include that part. Yes. Yes. <laughs> drinking like a saint. Uh, so check that out. We also just visited with Brady Borslin of the Diocese of Fargo about his mission and vision for youth ministry in the diocese and how it is being transformed. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good way to put it. I was just going to say that it's really interesting if you look at youth ministry back when I was a young adult. It, it was It's a different. And I think that uh, Brady's really taking the youth ministry element and, and broadening it and approaching it in a manner that's really going to hopefully start, start fire in, in many of the, the youth. Yeah, so he's a great guy to have in that youth ministry office for the Diocese of Fargo. One of the final things that he talked about in the second part of that interview that I want to encourage you to check out, especially if you listen in the Diocese of Fargo, is the Camp Summit, which was born out of the JP2 camp in the Diocese of Crookston, that they're going to be holding in July in Binford, North Dakota at Red Willow Willow Bible Camp. It's a five-day camp, Camp Summit. I I want to encourage you to check that out for your youth because they build it like a mountaintop, right? So when you go to climb a mountain, he talked about some of the key components are training the body, talking to a local guide, you know, to make sure you know what's going on, what to prepare for, studying the mountains, studying the obstacles you face, and, and purchasing the right gear. And all of those, it's just such a great analogy when looking at that in the spiritual life. And that's going to be kind of the layout, the theme of this year's Camp Summit. So I encourage you to check that out. The website goes live tomorrow, fargodiocese.org slash Camp Summit. So be sure to check that out. And if you missed any of the first hour and you want to listen, you can find the podcast up later today on realpresenceradio.com, also available on the Real Presence Radio app. Because and, and it's replayed on Saturday morning, too. Yeah. So from 8 o'clock on, and probably is it, or is it earlier than that? It starts at 6, six is my okay. recollection. 6 a.m. Yeah, Central okay. Time. Yep. Well, I tune in at 8 because I'm sleeping. <laughs> well, it goes all the way <laughs> to, I believe, 2 o'clock is the, uh, the end time, give or take. Eli, the board op guy, is really great at getting those podcasts up. So I, I got a new title for you. I, I really like it. It really seems to flow, Eli. So uh, anyway, be sure to check out the podcast for the first hour. All right. We are into our second hour, and we are excited to talk about this next program because I think it's an area that uh, isn't thought a lot about in our in our culture, and uh, there doesn't always seem to be a lot of help, and that's mother's Single mothers, you know, having to raise a child, work a job, try to manage that whole challenging lifestyle. And thankfully, there's programs like the Jeremiah program that are there to help. And we've got Amy Klein, Director of Family Services for Jeremiah program here in the Fargo area, on with us this morning to talk more about that. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. Thank you for being on with us to talk about such an important topic. 
Yes, you bet. I love talking all things Jeremiah program, so happy to be here. Wonderful. Can you just tell us a little bit about your own journey? I love stories, so I would love to know how you got into this, I would call it a ministry, you know, serving single mothers. How did you get into this? How did your heart get led to this particular place? You know, I had worked, I've worked in the social service arena, you know, all of my working career. And I've always worked in agencies where, you know, you kind of felt like you were giving handouts. And this really appealed to me, this program, because like, Moms are in it because they want to be in it. They want to do better for themselves, their children, and their family. And that, to me, is a lending a hand up. That's what we're doing in this program. We are helping them, guiding them, and supporting them on their journey. That's amazing. I, I really love that idea because, you know, it's it's... You know, I work for a company called Covenant Eyes, and we always talk about unless you have skin in the game, you know, to, to utilize the, the software and resources we have, you're not likely to put much effort into using them. And in, okay. in a similar way here, you know, you're giving them the, the resources, the help they need, um, and, and they have to be willing to, to do the work. And I think that goes a long way in in what the results are going to be, right? In in receiving the help, in receiving the 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 helping hand, rather than it just being given to you, right? So, can you tell us a little bit about the Jeremiah program? Uh, I mean, you mentioned what got you into this, so tell us a little bit about how it all works. Sure, I can do that. Um, so, we opened a campus in 2018, and I have been here since then, but. The empowerment classes were being held even prior to that. I believe it was 2013 that the program really kind of kicked off in Fargo, and then there was a capital capital campaign to um, have the building built and really bring it to fruition. And kind of the very first part of it is, you know, moms, single moms that are interested in going back to school apply. And if they meet our eligibility requirements, then they kind of move on to that next step. And so some of the eligibility requirements are that they need to be a single mom with at least one child, have to have their high school diploma or GED, and are ready to go back to college within the next six months or so. And then they need to be able to attend our empowerment and leadership course, which is all offered thanks to COVID virtually now. And then um, they have to have at least one child under the age of five. So those are some of the eligibility requirements for our program. The support that you provide or the, the Jeremiah program provides isn't solely to the, the mother, though. Am I right? There's, there's support just from the child standpoint, too, like uh, development and, and things such as that. Yep, absolutely. We're really looking at trying to break that cycle of poverty two generations at a time. And so... Within our building, within our campus, we have 20 furnished apartments. We have two three-bedroom and 18 two-bedroom apartments. And then on our first floor, we have a child development center where we can have up to 52 children. And we have a curriculum that is followed. So all of those kiddos that are transitioning out of here into kindergarten are more than ready. And they are sometimes, most of the time, above average Mm. going into kindergarten. 
That's such a gift to be able to help in that way. You know, you mentioned the word poverty, and I want to talk a little bit about that um, because I want our listeners to understand the challenge of being a single mother. Now, it doesn't matter what circumstances led to this particular life, right? Being a single mother. What, what matters now is that the, the child is there and the, and the mother and the child need to be supported, but often they don't have a lot of support. Can you talk a little bit about the, the poverty that exists and the challenges that exist for single mothers? Yes, absolutely. So, you know, like you said, there's, there's barriers. And those barriers I found in my previous positions I mean, they weren't just barriers. They were like standstill, cannot go any further type of things. And, you know, where it's a mom that's having to work full time because she has to pay $900 in rent. She has to pay for child care and child care assistance may not kick in until mom has that job. But how do you get the job without the child care assistance? And so, you know, there's some systemic things that are not, you know, assessed. For moms, they, they don't make it easy for moms, single moms, to succeed. And just the time factor, working full-time, going to school, being a single parent, having to help the kiddos with whatever they need. And so, you know, and some, some moms come to us with, you know, a complete lack of support. They're not from the area. They moved here for one reason or another. And so we just try and fill that void, you know by providing that housing piece, the child care piece, the support. Um, you know, we offer life skill classes. We partner with different organizations within the community to really try and fill the needs and fill the gaps of moms and their needs. You know, what's amazing about this is as Christians, we're pro-life. And we, we know that there's the big March for Life coming up in Washington, D.C. In, in just days. I think it's on Friday, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And yet, being pro-life goes goes beyond just the womb, right? It means even supporting these folks, like single mothers, and being there to provide the assistance that they need so that they can be successful, so that they don't have to live in poverty, so that they can help raise their child up to be a, a, a functional person in society. And so, I love that the Jeremiah program is willing to step into the breach where you were saying there's berries that provide roadblocks that are like, sorry, that's it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and being willing to come forward and say, yeah, that's a, that's a barrier, but guess what? There, here's a ladder. Let's climb over this barrier and be able to help. Is that, am I kind of summarizing this accurately? Perfectly. <laughs> yes. So what, what way would you, we have a couple minutes here before we need to ha- head to a break. You know, what are the, some of the ways that, uh, our listeners can get involved in even helping with uh, the Jeremiah program. Are, are there volunteer opportunities? Are there ways that the Jeremiah program can be supported? Yes. I mean, financially, Giving Hearts Day is a wonderful way to support us. Um, also, volunteering, you know, our volunteering right now is kind of cut down just because of COVID. But we love to have volunteers come in, you know, pre-COVID and help in our child development center or, um, you know, help at our front desk, help with when we have the gala, you know, come in and help with volunteering to get everything ready for our gala. So, yeah, there's definite, definitely ways um, where the community can and already does support us. We have an outstanding relationship with 
so many community organizations and partners. We are very fortunate. And we're going to talk more about the event coming up here very soon on the other side of the break. We also want to get into, Amy, talking about you witnessing the impact of the Jeremiah program on families in the area. I would love to hear some of those stories, and I think our listeners would too, because what you do is nothing short of, you know, miraculous sometimes and helping these mothers get back on their feet. So stay with us as we continue on Real Presence Live with Amy Klein, Director of Family Services for the Jeremiah program, right after this. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Father Chris Alar. In this world of suffering and pain today, we've all experienced some kind of loss, especially the death of a loved one. There's an opportunity for us to still help them, however. And I invite you to please visit our website, suicideandhope.com. If you have lost someone tragically, please enter their name. You do not have to put their full name. You can put initials or a first name or even a nickname. But I will personally pray for each and every person whose name is entered onto that website in memorial. I will also say a Mass every month for these people, imploring God's mercy upon the salvation of their soul. So there is no obligation, there is no cost. All we ask is that you bring your heart and the love that you have for your loved one to our site, list them there, and allow us to pray for them. Again, suicideandhope.com. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live here on the RPR Network. We are continuing a conversation with Amy Klein, Director of Family Services at the Jeremiah Program here in Fargo-Moorhead area. We, before the break, talked about what the Jeremiah Program is and how it seeks to help single mothers not only face but overcome their challenges and how support is also provided for their children. And so we got through some of the basics about what the Jeremiah program is. But Amy, thanks for being with us. One of the things that we love on Real Presence Radio is to hear stories of, of transformation, of, of lives that were in a really rough spot. And, you know, through the grace of God, we're, we're taken to whole new levels. And, you know, that, that's what Jeremiah program does. It, it helps take women, single mothers who are in tough spots and bring them to a level where they can not only work, but they can help raise their 
child or children if they have more than one. I wonder if you can share some stories because as we were talking about this over the break, you said this is one of your favorite parts. So can you share some stories of those instances where you've been able to help a single mother rise up and overcome challenges? And you bet I can. So being as I've been here since 2018, I've worked with um, some of these moms like right from the beginning. And so one of my stories is um, there was a mom who did not have custody of her daughter. She went through the empowerment class that we have, and her intent was, you know, she's trying to get her daughter back, and she really needed to have that stability to be able to do that, which included housing and childcare, and she needed to have a job. And she was already attending school part-time and working part-time, but kind of needed the rest of that filled in. And, you know, there was a period of time in between um, when she completed empowerment and when she actually got custody of her daughter back and was able to move into the building. But during that time, I met with her every week, every other week, attended child protection meetings um, with her to update them on where she was in our program and what she was doing to kind of better herself and better her situation. And ultimately, she ended up getting her daughter back and she moved into the building. And then as we were talking, she was going for an associate's degree. And, you know, I told her, I said, you're in this program. You have the support right now. Have you ever thought about going for your bachelor's degree? And she's like, you know, I hadn't, but I will look into it. And she will be graduating in August with her health administration degree. That's absolutely wonderful. I, you know, with the amount of support that's, that 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 the Jeremiah program provides, Amy. Do you find it difficult? Uh, I shouldn't say do you, but do some of the the mothers and families that you help, do they find it difficult to move on? I mean, that seems to be like a very secure environment. Certainly there's a level of accountability um, and there's requirements uh, that need to be met. But um, at the end of the program, per se, are, are, is there an eagerness to move on? Or is there a tendency to say, you know, I'm really comfortable where we are right now? You know, I've actually seen, like, the transition has been good. You know, and we talk, we start talking to moms when they're, you know, about six months from graduation, like, okay, let, let's do a transition plan. Let's make sure you have childcare in place. Let's make sure, you know, you have stable housing. Um, and we partner with an organization in Virgo called Down Home, which is an amazing organization. And it's a great partnership for us because our apartments are 100% furnished. And so when moms move out, then they're able to partner with Down Home and get that apartment furnished for them. So that's like a cost that they don't have to worry about right away. Um, but the transition itself, I think, it has gone well for all of the moms that, that have graduated and moved on. That's wonderful. That, that brings to mind another question then. Are these mothers all referred? Is there a referral program or how do they find out about the Jeremiah program? You know, a lot of it is word of mouth family, friends, um, community partners. Uh, Nurse Family Partnership here in Fargo is one of our great referral sources because, you know, they they work with, with single moms. And so what better referral partner can you have? And, I mean, it's just a lot of the community organizations here in Fargo will, will do referrals for the empowerment class for moms. You know, uh, you shared one incredible story, and I know we want to leave time to talk about the gala, which is coming up. 
I wonder, can you share another story that you have of, of a, a single mother who has been helped by the Jeremiah program? Well, I kind of got a couple, so I'll talk quick because I really want to get this one in here. Sounds great. <laughs> um, we had a mom come in very unsure of what she wanted to do, very uneasy about maybe even coming into the program. And through a lot of coaching sessions and a lot of talking, she, you know, it's like, what are you good at? What do you want to do? And she loved working on cars. So she looked towards in state, got into the automotive technology program and ended up graduating with her two year from M State. Mm. And you know, that's a very non traditional career for a so woman. And she killed it. She did amazing, top mm. of her class. That's awesome. And so I I always want to highlight her and just because of her tenacity and her you know, her love of that field. It, I mean I just think that's such a great story. But I also want to highlight another mom who, you know, got pregnant in high school, was referred over here by her social worker, and she came in the day before our empowerment class started. And, you know, typically we wouldn't have let, you know, somebody in that was that close to the class starting. But she she just told me, she's like, I just need this. I can do this, but I need the support. And, again, another phenomenal example, she will be graduating with her dental hygiene degree in May of this year. Wow. Those are great stories. Thank you so much for sharing those. And, you know, again, these are women who want to work for it. The the moms are in this program, the Jeremiah program, because they want to be in it, which I think is so key. And and like you said at the beginning, you know, the Jeremiah program is not giving handouts. These these moms are willing to work for it. And I think this is a natural and a nice transition point into talking about the upcoming gala you have. Can you speak a little bit about that, Amy? Yeah, it's our... It's our big fundraiser every year. Um, it was actually postponed. We were supposed to have it in October. But again, thanks to COVID, we are planning to have it now on April 8th, and it will be at the Holiday Inn here in Fargo. And what are some and, of the details involved in that? Um, so basically it is we will have one of our amazing moms get up. She will be our featured speaker and tell her story. And really, I mean, I think it's, it's really good for people to hear the stories directly from moms and kind of what they went through and the, what it took for them to get to where they are now. And if anybody wants to be a part of this gala or find out more information, where can they go? They can go directly to our website. So it's jeremiahprogram.org. And they can click, there's different campus tabs. And they can click on the Fargo-Moorhead campus, scroll down, and the Journey for Hope Gala will be right there. You can purchase tickets. Um, You can also contact our development director, Andrea Williams, to um, volunteer if you would like, because we can definitely use volunteers around that time. It's a really busy time. Yeah, absolutely. So for those listening today, we we have a couple minutes left here. What mentions mentions? Let me try this again. What message would you want to leave with them about Jeremiah program and the gift that it is to our the Fargo-Moorhead community, but then also communities throughout the United States? I know there's one in the Twin Cities. I believe there's one in Rochester as well. I mean, this is a, this is a great program that has branched out across the U.S. 
Yeah, we actually have five physical campuses in Fargo, Austin, St. Paul, Minneapolis, and Rochester, and then non-residential campuses in Boston and Brooklyn. And I guess I would just say that, you know, when we look at different programs that are around the area or around the U.S., like, what better program can you have than a program that supports education, single women, getting their education to make better lives for them and their children, along with educating those kids so that they are more than ready to be in the school system and excel as well. Amy, thanks so much for being on with us this morning. We sure appreciate you not only talking about Jeremiah program, but just sharing those encouraging stories of moms who have been able to overcome the obstacles that uh, have been placed in front of them. Sometimes, you know, that are debilitating, but through the Jeremiah program, you know, they, they've been able to be successful in this journey. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Again, you can find out more about the upcoming gala Journey for Hope by visiting jeremiahprogram.org. You can click on our communities at the navigation bar and then search for the Fargo-Moorhead community. It's Journey for Hope Gala, a night in Greece. It's coming up Friday, April 8th. You can visit that website, jeremiahprogram.org, to get your tickets to learn more, maybe even be a sponsor of the program. You know, and this is just a, a great opportunity, John, to um, to help to, to give back to those in need. And, and I really just want to key in on you know, this is what it means to be pro-life. Right, absolutely. And I think that, um, you know, volunteering to help at the banquet is, is at that time. But correct me if I'm wrong, Amy, I think treasure is probably the the one thing that we can provide to help the Jeremiah program continue strong. Absolutely, yes. All right, well, thanks again, Amy, for being on with us. Again, check out the gala coming up, the Journey for Hope gala with the Jeremiah program. All right, when we return, we are going to talk about, well, we're going to talk with some youth who are just on fire for their faith and are willing to share that fire with others throughout the country. So stay with us as we fill in all the details on who those youth are and what they're doing as they travel around sharing the gospel message. Real Presence Live continues right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 